Hey everyone, this is the Kogo Labs Kogo Capital Podcast where we talk everything Kogo culture, thought leadership, and everything happening inside the incubator. Today we'll be talking with Kogo Labs Senior Analyst Emily Urschwender. Before Kogo, Emily worked as a project manager and data analyst at a data consulting firm in Birmingham, Alabama. One project Emily worked on involved developing a data dashboard to help the state of Alabama understand the educational attainment levels of its citizens and whether the workforce was prepared to fill future job demands. Most recently, Emily graduated with her master's degree in economics from Tufts University. In her free time, Emily likes to read and spend time outdoors hiking and camping. On today's episode, Emily will be diving into her Kogo career path, discussing her background and experience that has led up to her role at Kogo today. Okay, cool. So thank you so much, Emily, for chatting with me today. Um, Before we dive into your Kogo career path, I'll talk a little bit about me, and then you can talk a little bit about you in the present. So I manage the Kogo brand and internal communications, and we are now starting this podcast as part of our Kogo culture and thought leadership series. And Emily, talk a little bit about what you do at Kogo and who you are. Sure. So my name is Emily Ernschwender. Um, I am a senior analyst at Kogo. Um, I'm originally from Knoxville, Tennessee, but I've been in the Boston area for the past year and a half now. Um, and I'm excited to be here today. Awesome. <laughs> Great. Uh, so talk a little bit about like your current hobbies. It's always good to get context about people outside of work, what they do, what they're interested in. Sure. Um, so generally in my free time, I like to spend a lot of time outside. So I like um, hiking and camping and I'm excited to start skiing soon because um, it's almost ski season. Um, but I think that quarantine hobbies are like a different brand of breed of hobbies. Um, so more recently, <laughs> I've, been, <laughs> um, I've gotten back into knitting. Um, I've always knitted casually like scarves and hats and stuff, but I've I think knitted like four sweaters during quarantine, none of which are wearable. Um, so we're not there yet, but um, hopefully the next one is. Um, and then also I like to read a lot um, and listen to audiobooks. So yeah, that's wow, me. Serial knitting. That's <laughs> a really big undertaking. <laughs> yeah. Uh, literally none of them are wearable, but that's okay. Okay. One's way too big. One's way too small. It's fine. (laughs) Okay. A little bit of a learning curve. Yep. (laughs) Um, so getting into your career path a little bit, what was your first job after school? Um, and what did that look like? Sure. Um, so I actually went to school in Birmingham, Alabama, and my first job after school was working with a data science consulting company, um, in Alabama, in Birmingham. Um, and I was hired as a strategy analyst. I'd actually worked there throughout my senior year of undergrad as a, I guess, strategy intern, analyst intern, um, and then got hired full-time after I graduated. So I worked as a strategy analyst for about a year full-time and then was promoted to engagement manager, project manager, basically. um, And I worked there for about another year. Um, The company was... (laughs) kind of in an interesting position in the Southeast where not many people were um, 
doing data science work. So we had a lot of cool opportunities to work with really big companies. Um, and by the end of my time there, I was basically leading the public sector practice. So a lot of my clients were um, government entities or nonprofits or educational institutions. And my role is basically to help them use their data to make more informed decisions. Um, so it was a super cool opportunity. I learned a lot and grew a lot in that position. That's awesome. And what was the kind of career path from your first role to, I know you went to grad school. What did that look like getting from there to where you are now at Koga? Sure. Um, so my plan before I even graduated was always to get like a couple years of work experience and then go back to grad school. Um, and that ended up fitting well with my timeline timeline at my first job. Um, and so that's basically what I did. So about after like I think being out of school for like a year, um, I started looking at grad schools, applied all across the country um, and ended up deciding on Tufts for my master's of economics, which was a year long program. Um, and my goals there were to get just more targeted in my research methods, um, learn some more skills there um, and then re-enter the workforce. And so after I graduated, that's, um, well, I graduated during the pandemic, so um, it took a while, but eventually ended up back at, Co- or at COGO. Was there a pivotal moment so far in your career where you realized you were really passionate about something? Uh, I think a lot of people see their majors as a little bit nebulous sometimes. Like, how do you bridge that gap between majoring in econ to, I mean, I majored in econ as well, and we both clearly have very different career paths. <laughs> Yeah, definitely. Um, I would in all, well, my answer is there's not really a pivotal moment. It was kind of a slow learning process. Um, and I would say that figuring out what I'm passionate about has always been something that I guess I would say I struggled with a bit, like no specific industry or major ever really stood out to me as like, yes, I want to study that. Um, so what's, what I really value about economics is that it isn't necessarily, I would say I've rarely used like the actual proofs, the actual supply and demand curves in um, the work that I do. But what econ teaches you is a different way to see the world. I think it gives you a toolkit for how to approach problems and how to think through situations and create the best solution. Um, And so really along the way, that's kind of what I've come to realize is that what I'm passionate about, what I love about the work that I do is the problem solving aspect. And that works on a few different levels. First, I'm very detail oriented. I love being down in like the weeds of problems. um, And it works on that level in terms of like getting a certain line of code to run. Like I get really excited by that, I guess. Um, But then it also works on a larger scale too, like understanding a big, um, high level business problem, um, and being able to problem solve that you kind of use those econ skills all along that, um, scale. And so, yeah, as I said, it wasn't like a pivotal moment, but it's something I really value about econ. And then I value about, I guess, the work at Kogo being an analyst, that kind of thing overall. Yeah, definitely. And do you find adversely that there's been a time or maybe like a period of time where you realized there was just something you really didn't enjoy and that kind of helped guide you onto the path that you're on now? Yeah, um, I would say with my previous role, so I was in consulting, so I was um, working with different organizations. I was usually on like three to five 
projects at a time. And I mostly loved that. But what I struggled with a bit was um, that I was kind of, when you're in, you're always like a step because using the product, it's hard as a, somebody in consulting to create an output that is perfect, perfectly usable for the client. Um, and I guess the way I knew when I left school that um, in my next job, I wanted to be more hands-on, be more impactful, just because I wanted to be able to create tools that were 100% usable um, and be able to adapt them as your prob- your business problem continues to adapt as well. So yeah, that was definitely something that wasn't perfectly made for me, but um, there what, what I did love about being in consulting was the diversity of the work that I was doing. Um, so I loved that I worked in all different industries. Like I mentioned, I worked with nonprofits and educational institutions, but then also I worked with truck, trucking software companies and utility companies and just all sorts of um, diverse industries. And I loved the challenge of starting a project and having to learn everything that I can about um, that industry. Um, And so I was kind of sad to give that up if I didn't continue in consulting. But what I love about Kogo is that all of our projects are based in different industries and there's a lot of diversity there. And with the quarter system where you can switch projects or you might switch projects between different quarters, um, there's even, there's definitely still that opportunity for, for diversity. I've been at Kogo for three months now and I've already onboarded to do two different projects, um, which has been such a fun challenge. Um, and so, yeah, they really enjoy that. What do you think people should look for in a potential employer? Uh, what are some of the things that maybe you looked for while you were in the interview process at Kogo? I think it's really good for people to have that insight into maybe red flags that they're seeing at organizations. Yeah, sure. Um, I think that the most important thing is that your values match between um, yourself and your employer and your coworkers. You spend a lot of time with the people that you work with. Um, I mean, obviously not as much right now with work from home, but when you're in the office, I mean, you're with your coworkers and your company potentially more than more time than you spend with a lot of your loved ones. And so making sure that your values match and not just on a personal scale or a moral or ethical scale, which is definitely also important, but then also that what you're looking for in a job and in the work that you're doing is also what your company is looking for. Um, so what really stood out to Kogo, to me about Kogo in the interview process was that I knew what I, um, knew what I was looking for. Um, and those two things were that I wanted to have an impact in the work that I was doing. And I wanted a job where I could continuously learn that I was learning every day. Um, and what really stood out about Kogo was that when it came turn time for me to ask questions, I asked people what their favorite thing about their job was. And pretty much everybody that I talked to at Kogo, which was like 10 people probably listed back those two things to me. They loved that the work that they were doing had a huge impact and they loved how much they were able to learn every day. And so that's just an example of where it was very clear to me that my values matched with the employer. I mean, that's critical. You're right. I mean, we spend over a third of our lives at work. So I think it's so important that your values match. Uh, And what advice would you have for folks that are coming right out of school? I mean, it can be super practical to just things that you wish you had known. Maybe it's like a networking or otherwise kind of small niche thing that you wish you had known through the process? 
Um, yeah, generally I would just say, I would say I had two different experiences, um, coming out of school, coming out of undergrad, I had a job lined up that I had already worked at. It was super easy adjustment. Um, my first day was barely a first day. I just kept working. Um, and so I, I didn't learn that much about it then, but, um, I would say the second time was definitely very different. Graduating during the pandemic, it was not easy to get a job. Um, I applied to a lot of places and got a lot of no responses, got some leads, and but there was a lot of moments of it being discouraging. Um, so my number one advice is be patient, um, don't be discouraged, and that also just that whatever job you get is not your final destination. It's just like a step in your path um, and mostly just to learn everything that you can in every step along the way. Um, but be flexible, be ready to adapt that kind of thing. It's kind of broad, but very, very useful and topical for right now. I think people who are looking to graduate also in a pandemic round two, I think it's very critical advice. So kind of just to wrap it up, a question that I love to ask and is always so interesting is what's an app, a tool or program that you're really passionate about at the moment? This could be work related. This could be what you find yourself always on on your phone. Like, what is it at the moment? Interesting. I like that. Um, Well, the first thing that comes to mind is my main job right now is I'm managing Facebook camps right now, which is not something I ever thought I would say is my app that I'm passionate about. But um, and I don't know if passion is necessarily true, but um, it's definitely been a fun challenge of doing research to figure out, you know, the best ways to test different creatives, um, how to be data driven in everything that we're doing, um, all of that. So that's definitely the one I'm most involved with right now. Awesome. Yeah. I mean, I think a popular answer has been like TikTok has definitely been. Well, that's true too. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, good. You're not alone on that. So no, you've definitely popped up on my for you page. before. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. 